Morning Breakfast with Lucas and Phil. You already said it, but I've been saying it for over, over? a year. Man. Phil, we have been doing this for over a year. Can you imagine? That's crazy. Hey, there's a lot of things that I've been doing for over a year in my life, but... I mean, yeah. like, it's crazy that thing when things get to that point. It's crazy to think we would do something so sort of random. I mean, we just sort of randomly yeah. decided to do it one day. We've been doing it for over a year. It's crazy. And and just, like, the changes, how this show has just grown up on yeah. its own, where, like, we've added and taken away stuff. We thought we were going to add that segment yeah. where you reviewed music, and then we, <laughs> we realized you're too much of a curmudgeon. I am too much of a curmudgeon. It's like every, but yeah, every welcome song, everybody. That's, that's no good. <laughs> welcome, welcome. This is season two, episode dos. Two, season two, episode two. It's it's episode good. Duh. It's been a good season. Been a good episode season. Spy. Yeah, I think uh, it took us a month to get to episode two of season <laughs> one. So we we're on. Did. We're doing great. We're really doing great. We're doing yeah. amazing. So yeah. So how are you guys doing? Oh wait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, anyway, that doesn't work. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> But uh, yeah, how are you guys doing? Love and hey, love and pancakes. You must be that's, doing well. That's a good mood. <laughs> pass the vibe check. Pass the vibe. You definitely check. pass the vibe so, check. Yeah, Phil. Um, you know, we are once again. Uh, this is season two. We're in a completely different uh, location than we usually are. We Last are. week we did remote. This yeah. week we're in a random we're in sunny Studio B. room. Studio B. Studio B. Thirty <laughs> Rock Studio B. Is that how that works? Yeah, that's how it works. In We're the, across the hall. I like it. Eastwood, Tulsa, uh, also known as the Great Wall of Tulsa. Yeah, and I think if you follow uh, any of our our social feeds or Lucas's social feed, and you follow Second Breakfast, you see these videos that are made in my office slash storage room slash waste dump. <laughs> <laughs> slash Jumanji in the corner. It's yeah. terrible in there. I didn't, you know, it's like, you know, I go in there every day and it looks a lot cleaner now than when I first moved in because I moved in there and it was full of junk yep. and I moved everything aside and pulled out, you know, a ton of stuff, but there's still so much garbage in that room. It's nice to be here in Studio B where it's kind of clean. Yeah. It's kind of nice. There's this nice wicker furniture. <laughs> I didn't say I like the decor. Okay. It's got a nice rug. It's a nice the rug. The rug is nice. Um, That's true. Anyway, it's of. very spacious. I, I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah, we're glad to be here. But none of you can see this. So as we talk about something that means nothing to anyone but us, yeah, we hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, stories of, uh, the stories of Phil, I just wanted to let everybody know, because you didn't hear this. Uh, about five minutes ago, I thought Phil was going to die. <laughs> so he moved his legs and just let out this guttural roar. Of like, it's, it's what you hear in the movies in like World War II when the guy's dying over there and it's yeah. just... Foxhole type yeah. sound effects. So I thought, that feels dead. It's second breakfast with Lucas and, and a dead guy. <laughs> and I just do it without even noticing because it's just part of recovering from surgery. Just I, There's a level of pain you just sort of, you just sort of carry around with you. So. I am shook. I am shook. No well, cap. I'm okay, buddy. I'm doing Good. okay over I'm here. Glad. I'm glad. I'm going to go see a therapist after Until you this. see tears, I'm okay. <laughs> Funny, that's yeah, weird. yeah. So, so uh, we, we want to thank you again for coming out to our celebration, and we did some interviews while you were there. And uh, so, what are we going to do with those interviews, Lucas? Have we made, have we made a decision? We're going to do some kind of contest uh, for you to hear your voice and something like that. So, yeah. Uh, so, I think I think the deal will be, and the prize isn't decided yet. No. But if if you hear your voice and you. Um, 
post it on social media and tag us and tag us in it. Yes. You you will get a prize. It's not going to be anything crazy. No, it's going to be something. Cool. Might be a five dollar sticker or yeah. I don't know. If we really like what you do, there might be a twenty dollar T shirt in it for you. Ooh, that's a big investment. Phil's for us gonna buy a income. twenty dollar T shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Phil's gonna buy you a twenty dollar T shirt. Yeah, we haven't sold enough T-shirts to pay for one T-shirt yet. But uh, anyway, we also have uh, – so the st- uh, shirts are for sale on Amazon. You can use our links posted on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, there are now stickers. They say love and pancakes. They're pretty cool. I'll get a picture yeah. of those posted on social media before this podcast releases. Um, but those are, are going to be um, $3 a sticker. $3 a sticker. $3 a sticker. It's three inches them are, a sticker. Three them are three. cheap, man. Yeah, it's a good deal. <laughs> uh, and then if you uh, don't, you know, uh, you can pick it up from us. Uh, send us an email, secondbreakfast777 at gmail.com, or you can go ahead and just uh, DM us on social media yeah. uh, saying you want one, and then we can figure out payment with you via Cash App, Apple Pay, Cash, Check, Et whatever. Cetera. And then if you want us to mail it to you, it's just an extra dollar. Um, to pay for the stamp and to pay for Phil or I to walk to a mailbox. I ain't that's walking. a long way. Envelope <laughs> stamp, yeah. So it'll be me. I'll mail you your thing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so we've got stickers now too, which I know is T-shirt's a big commitment. So maybe the stickers are less of a commitment to the show. You know, you feel a little bit, it's a little bit easier on you. That's true. That's yeah. True. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, hey Phil, what's the best thing you had to eat this week? Uh, let's see. Uh, that was not me hurting my leg. That was just me thinking. I, you know, it, here's here's the thing. Hurting your brain. This is not really a best thing I had to eat. This was a strange kind of food experience. But I have to, I mean, I went someplace kind of cool, but I didn't really like it. Although I loved it. Eh, I didn't really like it. So oh. it's it's called Yinja. No, Jinja. <laughs> Jinja. Nice one, Phil. <laughs> or, you know, Jinja sounds too much like Virginia. To me, and I can't make myself. I want to make that Japanese restaurant start with a Y instead of a J. But it's Jinya downtown. It's a it's a ramen place, which you know all the cool kids say that's the that's the thing. It's ramen. (laughs) (laughs) To me, it was okay, but we had appetizers there that were absolutely amazing. So we had a like a pot sticker thing, but there's a Japanese word for that. I don't know what it's called. Uh, I apologize to Jinya, but uh, that it's it's really awesome. I want people to buy it, even though I can't remember what it was called. And the other thing <laughs> Some was like sort a, of Japanese dumpling. Yes, and then there was another thing that's like a pork steamed bun mm. that was absolutely amazing. So those things were great. So yeah, they do a really great job, great food. But I, I was I'm not a big ramen fan, so that mm. was just okay. All right. So, so is it time? I'm thirsty now. I want, you want some, some OJ? OJ. Some orange I want juice? some OJ. And I want our listeners to have the privilege of once again marveling at how ignorant of culture I am. All right. <laughs> Phil, I yes. know you're going to know this because it was famously used in the song Mercy featuring Kanye West. Because, so, oh, I'm like a Kanye Yeah, you love... Freak. Don't you just love old Kanye, right? <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah. Swerve. Swerve. Well, that's where swerve. you're driving, and then you see a squirrel. You swerve <laughs> to miss it. Swerve? I don't know. But, I'm glad okay, you said so. swerve to miss it, not swerve to hit it, because I know well, some people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had a friend that used to swerve to hit cats and swerve to miss dogs. I was like, 
Terrible Dude, person. T- no, no, he was a wonderful person, except for that. It's like this little <laughs> dark corner of his heart. Yeah. Hey, what if you prayed a little more right there? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I have no... So the rule is I have to guess. I have to give Swerve give a, a meaning guess. that would... So I'm going to say Swerve means... <laughs> All right, I, I'm dead. No, no, no. You were going to give me time. I'm going to pause. I'm going to cut the space out because I'm coming up with something. Phil, I'm coming up with something. Chances are you are not going to edit I'm this out. I'm coming up with something. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So, Swerve. So, I'm going to say that is a uh, uh, where, where you cheat on your girlfriend or boyfriend. <laughs> He swerved her so bad. No, that's the T. No, to swerve is to avoid something or steer clear of an unwanted situation. So essentially, if you're trying to gossip about someone cheating, and I don't want to hear it, I'm going to be like, I'm going to swerve. You know, like swerve that. You you just swerve. And and so like your first destination about driving, that's where it comes from, Phil. So it's actually an actual... Yeah, it kind of follows the same thing. ...use of the word. So this is uh, just consistent with the normal meaning of the word. It's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, and I think it's... Although I think my definition might catch on. Oh, I hope not. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I think that's technically more of a millennial word than a Gen Z word. Because so, I think... Is it? Kanye's more of a millennial artist. Yeah, I would... Yeah, yeah probably Millennials so. really, really latch on to Kanye a little bit better, I think. Yeah. So. Hey, if you're Gen Z and you love Kanye, let me know, because I want to know. Yeah. I want to know. Uh, I like new Kanye. So A lot of his songs that came out on that on his Christian album were... They're actually more theologically correct than some of, the, awesome. some of the Christian worship songs coming yeah. out. So. Oh, oh, he said it. He Boom, went there. fire. <laughs> so hey, what's next? coffee? It's, yes, it's time for coffee. I am, I need a little pick-me-up. Not right. actual coffee, although actual coffee would be nice about now. Dad stories with Lucas. Dad stories with Lucas. We didn't, did we sing Gen Z Word of the Week this week? No, we didn't. Oh, season oh, two no. is just terrible. <laughs> Uh, anyway. They lost it after the first season. <laughs> Going up, 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 up. Yeah. Dozens of listeners, dozens of listeners, no listeners. Um, yeah, I'm on a roll today, Phil. I'm, something, something's going on in my head. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, as most of you know, I'm a dad, and this is Dad's Fairly new dad. Fairly new. And uh, we've got another one on the way. Super exciting. Yeah. Got uh, another baby. But uh, my first baby, Naomi, she is just a little sweet girl. She's so wonderful and amazing. But she already has this attribute that my wife is like, she's she's a girl, where um, if I don't like hang out with her when she feels like I need to, mm-hmm. she will ignore me. Like So like <laughs> after work, it, like because so I, I usually come home for lunch. And so when I come home for lunch, I'll get to, to hang out with her. Um, or like if I, if I'm working from home, she'll crawl in there and I'll hold her or whatever while I'm working on the computer and she'll, um, add some weird characters in when she slaps my keyboard. So, um, but so like today I had a lunch meeting and then I'm here this afternoon. I probably won't get home until closer to four 30 or five or five 30 somewhere in there. Yeah. You know, it'll be, it'll be like, I'll, I'll be actually working all afternoon. I won't be at home working, which is still actual work. So I'm sure what <laughs> will happen is like, I'll come up and be like, Hey, Naomi, and like come up and kiss her head and then like, see if she wants me to pick her up. And she'll like, look up at me and then go about back about her business. Yeah. Like she just pretends I don't exist for a little bit <laughs> until like, I have like to, to woo her back. You. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Like I was like, I didn't think that happened until you're a teenager. Like what is going on? That's so, amazing. She's like, she's a daddy's girl. She loves me so much and I love her so much, but like typically like she just runs right to me. Well, crawls as fast as she can to me when I walk in the door yeah. and crawls to me when I'm working. Like, but when I have 
somehow offended her by not being home, she uh, wow ignores me. So, wow. Yep. So be, no poop. No poop. If you bet for poop, you lose. You're a yeah, loser. Yeah. yeah it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Still love you. All right. Well, uh, so Phil, I'm I'm starving. Give me some main dish. We've it's had, time for the main dish. It's so, time for the main dish. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, something that I just think is so incredibly important. But, but I I think Lucas and I kind of have uh, differing perspectives on this. So I brought up the idea of uh, the simplicity of Christ, and I, and the verse where I get this is Second uh, Corinthians eleven three, which says that I fear that as as a serpent deceived Eve in the garden, that you would be drawn away from the simplicity of Christ. Um, that your minds would be drawn away from the simplicity of Christ. And uh, there's another verse that, that I thought about too. It's 1 Timothy 6, uh, 20. says, Timothy, guard the deposit entrusted to you. Avoid the irreverent babble and contradictions of what is falsely called knowledge. For by professing it, some have swerved from the faith. And it's talking to kind of a specifically swerved. So you hear that swerve? <laughs> Swerved. It's Gen Z scripture of the week. So yeah, <laughs> Thanks, and Tim. that's specifically talking about you know. Well, I think it's talking. It might might be talking about Gnosticism because that was kind of a a very uh, popular thing among Christians in that day, and you know, people kind of got caught up in it, and it brought it pulled them away from the faith. And the, and I think yeah, things that are that are not really drawing you to Jesus. I think we need to be careful about. Yeah. So just we want to be the most one of the most accessible Christian podcast out there. So just explain Gnosticism in like 10 10 15 seconds or like maybe give us just a baseline. Yeah, I mean Gnosticism basically said that well there are certain people who have special knowledge and then they could actually do whatever they wanted and it was no longer a sin. Mm. And uh, so fancy so word the, for hypocrisy. Yeah, fancy word for hypocrisy and do spiritual, as I say, not as I it do. It was kind of a spiritual elitism, but they they, they it was like a like secret knowledge, and it, they did teach that the spirit and the flesh are separate, which is a very it's, scriptural idea. The spirit and the flesh are separate in a way. Yeah, it's, but I, then they made it say, well, then so, so the spirit is good and flesh is bad, and so. You can do whatever you want with your flesh, and it doesn't matter. It was just this crazy kind of it is hypocrisy. Hi- it's, it really yeah, was. and it's ironic how that was a big deal among Pharisees of the day. Whenever Jesus had come, not just the hypocrisy side, but there was the deal of if you these certain uh, religious people would devote themselves to one thing. So, like, uh, you know, and this is a super simplified example, but like, I am devoting myself to not murdering, right. and that is my. So then any other sin I, law I break is fine because I have devoted myself to this one specifically. So right. it's just ironic how it's the exact same issues coming up again and again. And yeah. even in the church today where oh, it's yeah. the same stuff, same uh, – we can use this word – same crap. Yeah, yeah. That's just coming up again and again, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think a lot of people kind of teach today that if you – you know, if you love God, then it doesn't matter. Whatever you do, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, and that's not really, that's not true at all. Not at all. Because you, I mean, your spirit is a precious thing and your soul is what God is saving. And that's the connection between your spirit and your body. Your body is an important part of your life. Yeah. And your body directly affects your soul. And, and <laughs> you know, I think like the, one of the whole, 
one of the deep things that happened, like the whole point, right, is is we have freedom in Christ to do whatever we want, but yes. because we love Christ, we don't want to do all right. that crap. Like all it's things the, are lawful, but not all things are profitable. Yeah, because, and it's like, yeah, like you could murder somebody and go to heaven, but if you love that person and you love God, I just, I love using the most right. extreme examples. <laughs> right. Very extreme examples. I love to just but... go to the, right to the edge, <laughs> right to the edge of the earth, Phil, we're going Boom. off the waterfall here. off the edge. But, but it's that, yeah. like, our hearts are changed to want what God wants. Yeah. We've, yeah, gotten, yeah. we've gotten way We've gotten way off well, onto Gnosticism and... We've gotten a completely different sort direction. Sort of the dualism, we... but that's Gnostic, but Gnosticism is kind of, is, is messed up and there's a lot of it today. Still, hey, but and big here's words. Big words. Our listeners now have definitions for. That's Good. a big deal. This word. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So I just think Christianity ought to be super simple. Not. I mean, there's another verse I love. It says that the mind of man is deep waters. This is Proverbs uh, eighteen four, and it says the mind of man is deep waters, but wisdom is a babbling brook. So, you know, the wisdom of God is very, very simple. You know, Jesus said, he didn't say, okay, I want you to study this. I want you to study that. I want you to become proficient in this. I want you to study that. He said what? Follow me. Mm. You know, he said, believe in me. Here's the work of God. Believe in me, John 6. You know, I mean, Jesus was like crazy simple. Now, he also said, eat my flesh and drink my blood. He was very hard. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Super difficult. <laughs> Super difficult. But super simple. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, yeah. That, so, uh, yeah, I think we just need to, sometimes we like the intellectual stuff, you know? And and that's where I think I, I, I can come in on the tail end of that. But just to say, there's nothing wrong with the intellectual stuff inherently. No. Like, there's nothing wrong. And I think it's valuable. Yeah. But it has to be for the pursuit of Christ, right? Yeah. And I think it's when you throw out the baby with the bathwater. It's when yes. you throw out Christ to follow the intellectual stuff. Are you the the thing that it is is you think you found this thing better than any other Christian, and now you have it. There's nothing new under the sun, right? Absolutely, right? Like you are going to find these deep truths, these pearls that God has for you, and you're going to find those in Scripture. And you're going to find those in His words, and maybe some teacher that God has blessed is going you to enlighten you to those. Yeah, but it's it's whenever we th- take these secondary things and we put them above Christ that we we get it all out of order, we get all out of whack. We stop walking in the Spirit because I'm pursuing not Christ, but this intellectual thing. Yeah. And again, like Oswald Chambers. Yeah. We both love Oswald Chambers, yeah. right? Brilliant, brilliant intellect. Brilliant and super humble. Didn't even publish his own works. Right. I think that that's the crazy part to me, right, is Oswald yeah. Chambers... Man, you just smoked me. I just published a book. Dang it, Phil. <laughs> it was, I'm about to publish another one. It was really good. I'm sure the second one's going to be really good. You should get Phil's book. Not as good as Oswald Chambers. So no, I love you, not Phil. Even close. Not even quite. But, but my point, I, 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 I don't know. Your point, to... Oswald Chambers was super intellectual, right? He, but he super these... devoted to Christ. Exactly. And so I think that's the deal, right? We see Christians that have been derailed and have gone off on these deep rabbit trails and sometimes have gone to a place that we're like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> like if, if your intellectual cause stuff causes you to leave the faith, you need to check to see if you're still following Christ because that is the faith, right. is following yeah. Christ. Yeah. And, and if it's caused you to say... I have to have Christ, and uh-huh. there are whole books of the or, Bible devoted to saying no. Or I have to have this brand of Christianity. You know, yeah. it has to be like has to feel like this for me. Yeah, I mean, I get preferences and you know worship styles yeah. and stuff like that, but 
But sometimes that stuff becomes a distraction too. Sometimes, you know, way back in the early 90s, I think it was early 90s, you know, the praise and worship thing was just really going crazy. And, and so who was it? What's the guy's name? He wrote Heart of Worship. Because even back, back in those, yeah, in back, that's 20 years ago, I think, when he wrote that. And they like it's still stopped pretty, having songs in yeah. worship for a while and would do different stuff. And that's where he came back to was. Yeah. It was just like, wait, worship is not even about all this stuff that God has blessed us with yeah. in the praise and worship music. And we're 20 years past that now. But yeah, a Jimmy, lot of good things could become. Jimmy Needham has a good one called uh, Clear the Stage, which is more recent in like yeah. 2014, 15, something like yeah. that. The, um, just talking about putting it all away. Yeah. You know, if that's the measures I must take to, to clear the idols. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like get rid of all of it. Yeah, that's um, good. But it is, um, it's, it's those things become more important than Christ to us. And right. that's when they become the issue. But I, I think we, in our, our pre-show, our first breakfast uh, talk that we were we were talking about this. One of the things I had just brought up uh, is for some people, the intellectual side is what draws them to Christ. Yeah, C.S. Lewis. Yeah. So on his journey, he had to go through these hard questions yes. that weren't about pursuing Christ at that point, but they yeah. are what drove him to Christ. Yeah. They drew him to Christ was this theological side, this weird Absolutely. questions, this stuff, this extracurriculars, if you will. Yeah. That, yeah, uh, so that's yeah, and yeah. If you read *Mere Christianity*, which is C.S. Lewis's kind of explanation of his journey, if you read *Orthodoxy* by G.K. Chesterton, uh, similar kind of thing. Very intellectual guys, writers, speakers who were agnostic, atheists, and they basically were too smart for uh, Christianity. But then they, in their intellectual pursuits, they found the compelling nature of the gospel and the scriptures and of the existence of the God of the Bible and the truth of the Bible. Yeah. Through intellect. So intellect is a good thing. And you might say, well, so why can't my faith be this intellectual exercise? You know, and I, I I don't know. I, I just think that, and this is one of the things that that verse in second Corinthians says that, Paul says, I fear that your minds, that's the word intellect, may be drawn away by, uh, drawn away from the simplicity that's in Christ. And so I think the example of a C.S. Lewis and the example of a, a Tolkien is the same way. The example of Oswald Chambers is these are brilliantly intellectual men who submitted their brilliant intellects to Christ, you know? Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah, they did, and I think that's I think that's what Paul is. And Paul was probably a brilliant intellect, don't you think? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you think about like Paul and what he went through, and and all of the you know his his training, his schooling, yeah. like he was brilliant, or at yeah. least very very well educated. Yeah, extremely. So, I think he's brilliant. I mean, when you look at the way some of these things are written, uh, uh, to me, there's a there's. I mean, it is guided by the Holy Spirit, but yeah. there's a brain there that's really yeah cooking on all cylinders. Cooking? No. It's firing on all cylinders. <laughs> Cooking with gas. Yeah. <laughs> firing Phil? on all cylinders. Phil? Unlike my brain. <laughs> Let's, uh, I'm going to go buy you a cup of coffee after this. How's that sound? Um, let's, speaking of brains firing on all cylinders. Yep. Not, not, <clears throat> not one oh. in this room is. Uh, 
No, but I think one of the things too that is just awesome coming from this is is a couple weeks ago we talked about the uniqueness of the body of Christ. Yeah. And so um just like in this, the uniqueness of the body of Christ, in that we need people in the body to remind us, hey, the gospel is simple. Yeah. And we need people that are intellectual to go and like, and I think everybody has to have some of both and we yeah. find these things, but it, it is just cool how like in the body of Christ, it's not like everybody has to be in this exact same mindset all the time. The pursuit of Christ has to be at the forefront. Paramount, paramount, yes. It's got to be the the thing. Yes. But all of us do that different, yeah. right? And it's yeah. there's, there's preference like you talked about with worship style, but there's also just like... You know, my quiet time doesn't have to look like yours, or how I'm no. following Christ doesn't have to look... And there has to be some similarities, right? But it's not like they all have to look the same. Absolutely. And, and so for you, you know, sometimes that that this side of it looks not worshipful, but to others in the body and to, you know, it looks worshipful. And it, yeah, you it, know, it is. You know, this reminds me of something. I'm going to give an analogy that's just from real life experience. We had this back in the day when I was teaching a praise and worship class, uh, there was a guy, this is back when I taught at Metro Christian, there was a guy in my class, he was the drummer, and uh, we were trying to get our worship band to where they could sort of flow, finger quotes, in worship, okay? Where they could just sort of start on a song and just sort of flow. And we had a couple of people in the worship team that were really adept at that. And uh, we had... You know, just sort of all these different people. My drummer was like, eh. he would always just sort of stare at me when we started talking about this. And he came up to me after class one day and he said, Mr. Blunt, he said, to you, I know that this ad-libbing and this flowing and this, you know, feeling your way through a moment and all that, to you, that's worshipful. He said, you know what's worshipful to me? He said, is deciding and figuring out what's the absolute perfect ideal way to play this song and then playing it exactly that way every time without making a single error. You know, this absolute, he was so, and it was kind of his personality, you know, and it made him an amazing drummer. He is still an amazing drummer. Um, but uh, shout out Chris Wiley if you're out there. Love you, buddy. Oh, go Chris. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, he's, he really taught me something that day. You know, there's different ways to glorify God, but it, it, all, it all had its, the same focus, yeah. you know? Yeah. So uh, yeah, different, different minds, different personalities uh, approaching things different ways. So yeah, I don't, think, I don't think we need to abandon intellectualism. No. Really, not at all. No, never, but, I, but it is. But that's not the first thing. The main thing no. has to be that we know where our intellect came from. Yeah. I mean, no. if Christ isn't first, that's the issue. It's priorities yeah. in our faith. And if if your faith isn't in Christ, if it's in intellect, like there's a lot of people whose faith are in intellect who who aren't going to be in heaven with us. <laughs> you know, like yeah. if your faith isn't based in Christ, then then it's wrong. And 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 it's no different than your faith being in anything else. Yeah. It's got to come back to being to be in Christ. It's got to be in Christ 100% of the time. You know, it's yeah. the the little bit of Jesus, uh, or a whole lot of whole lot of Jesus, and a little bit of coffee, or whatever. No, 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 no it's no. just just Jesus, yeah, just right. Jesus. And you can drink coffee, and you can have intellect, and you can have laser light shows, or you can have one lady with a piano, or you can be the Church of Christ, and just have voices, whatever yeah. you want. But as long as Christ is at the forefront, that's 
yeah. it. And, and I think this uh, last season, it's weird to say, we had an episode, we talked about the tiers, right? We talked about kind of a pyramid where you have your tier one issues like salvation comes through Christ. Right. And then there's some intellectual issues that are, are tier two and tier three. You know, yeah. they're not they're not as important. Right. And, and and they need to be addressed. It's okay to know those things. It's good to know yeah. those things. But but it's it, not good to make it, those the main thing. And it's okay to disagree about them. Absolutely. On some of them, you know. But yeah. uh, it's got to go back to Not the ones that are important to me. Yeah, not not the ones I figured out. So take that. <laughs> yeah, and that's the way it works. You know, it's like yeah. anyway. So yeah. hard truth today, Phil. Hard truth today. Oatmeal is, is uh, follow Christ. <laughs> yeah, I mean seriously, it is just Jesus said, uh, "If you want to follow me, lose your life." That's hard. Yeah, and, and I think the hard truth in that because it is for anybody is to take an honest look at your life and see what you're not giving him. You know, we aren't perfect. Well, we haven't. That's that's the long discussion, right? <laughs> Our identity in Christ, through Christ. Uh, we haven't given up the flesh completely uh, in every area of our life, most of us. And so taking an open and honest look of, of what parts of your flesh are you still holding on to uh, that you haven't given to follow Christ, you haven't given up... Um, you know, that's hard, and it's yeah. difficult, you know, for some of us, if you've been a Christian for 20, 30, 40 years, um, to take those hard looks, uh, or if you were a teenager, or if you're me, like me, and you're in your 20s, you know, I like to think I have a lot of stuff figured out, and the more I figure out, the more I know I haven't figured much out at all, yeah. and so to find different areas of my life that I'm trying to hold on to desperately, um, and seeing where to let those go, so hard truth yeah. is is that deep Dark look sometimes to see what you're holding yeah. on to. That dark corner of your life where you still like to swerve to hit cats. Yeah. And then, I mean, the kind of the bright side of that is, you know, uh, the word says if we walk in, Paul said, if we walk in the spirit, we won't carry out the desires of the flesh. So then yeah. there's a way to just focus on the spirit and let let a lot of those things just kind of fall off of yeah. us. So, let them shed like yeah. that dirty skin they are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff, Lucas. Yeah, is it great time? show. Do, are we going to have a minute of culture? Are we going to have a Wanda minute? Yeah, Wanda minute. WandaVision's finished, Phil. It's I, Season one is finished. I, and we just started. Yeah. We just started talking about Wandavision because Lucas wouldn't watch it. Hey, but you know what? March 18th, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out. And oh, is that I when it comes stoked. out? Yes, I saw it on Disney+. Plus. I am so excited. Yeah. For uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and WandaVision was great. Yeah, it was Lots great. Lots of twists and turns, very curvy. Um, I think I think WandaVision was designed to create confusion, and it worked. And it worked. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you stay on for the post-credit scene and then oh, the, yeah, post, yeah. The, the post post-credit scene? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that's pretty wild. That's. You- I feel like the post-credit scene it didn't add much confusion, but then the post-post, it was like, wait, what? what? So, There's two Wandas. Yeah. Spoiler they, alert. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, that means nothing. If you yeah. haven't seen the scene, you'll just go, oh, that's what he meant. I'm, I didn't yeah. spoil anything for anybody. But yeah, what the heck? Yeah. Anyway. Just so, crazy. We love the Marvel Universe most of the time. Yeah. It's been fun. Fun stuff. I, I am really digging on Disney Plus and just like the TV shows featured on two of my favorite universes, Star yeah. Wars and uh, Marvel. You know, it's... 
my probably my second and third favorite universe after the real one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the actual universe. Yeah, the one we're in right now. As far the, as we know. Well, this is. Are the, we sure? This is the only universe that has second <laughs> breakfast with Lucas and Phil. So. How do you even know that, Lucas? <laughs> Come on. Intellectual stuff, Phil. Um, anyway, so that's your minute of culture. That's your cinnamon yeah, roll. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us once again for Second Breakfast with Lucas and Phil. I am glad that you are listening so that someone is here to hear us talk. Because yeah. we'd keep talking even if it was to an empty room. We would. I think so. We enjoy this. So yep. listen if you want. If you don't. Still That's, listen. <laughs> if you don't want to listen, just download it. Yeah. Hey, just put it on. Turn the volume down. Put it on while you're doing mindless chores. I don't know. That's right. I don't know. Anyway. We, we want you to listen, but eh, we just really want the downloads. Because it it's like, you know how now we survive off of likes? Yeah. The little junior high girls survive off of likes on their Yeah, we whatever. survive off downloads. I survive off of that email I get every week that says, we had 52 downloads this week. Hey, we are quickly approaching 1,500 total downloads. Woo! We are doing it, Phil. And they will give us a badge. I mean, they've got us hooked. We get a badge. Oh, not hooked. a real badge. I was thinking no. like Boy Scouts. Like we got a badge at 1,000. It's, a, it's an did. e-badge. Yeah. It's not a real badge. But hey. it doesn't say... Like our stickers, which you can buy somewhere. Yeah. And our t-shirts that you can buy somewhere. So on do Am- that, Yeah, too. you can buy those on Amazon for the yeah. t-shirts. Download so. and, pu- and so don't forget, next week you're going to hear yourself start uh, sharing this podcast and uh, tagging us in a in your social posts. So, again, we get more downloads. Yes. Because that's it- what it's all about. Well... Except for it's all about Christville. We just talked about this. Start <laughs> oh, over. Oh, sorry. Start over sorry. the podcast. Hey, we are glad you were listening. We love you guys. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please email those over to secondbreakfast777 at gmail.com, lucas at eastwoodtulsa.com, or phil at eastwoodtulsa.com. Please send your complaints over to gordon at eastwoodtulsa.com. He would love to not read them. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we love you guys. We're glad you listen. Love and pancakes. Phil, any last words? Love and pancakes. See you next time on Second Breakfast. Island vibes coming strong in March. Got spring break coming up. Going outside. Gonna play some disc golf with the students you see. Gonna have some Chick-fil-A bouncing all up on me. I love to eat it. Love to go around. Having picnics in this weather. Yeah, it's so nice now. Yeah. Island vibes going all around. And we worship Jesus Christ not with a frown. Yeah. <laughs>